0: Morning, when all the dead in Christ shall rise, I'll have a new body. Praise, praise the Lord, I'll have new a new life. life. Eternal soul in weakness, raised in power, ready to live in paradise. I'll have a new body. Praise, praise the Lord, I'll have a new, new life, life. I'll have a new home. Glory, glory, glory. with the redeemed, never stand. Her be no more Sorrow, no, no more pain, there'll be, there'll be no, more strife, strife. no more strife Yes, raising the likeness in of my likeness Savior, ready to live I'll be land. glad i a new body. Praise, Praise the Lord, Lord, I'll have a new life, life Eternal life, Free From every imperfection, youthful and happy I shall be lost in victory I'll have a new body praise, praise the Lord I'll have a new life, life. Oh, yes. I'll have a new home glory glory, glory. with the never said there'll be no more sorrow no, no more pain there'll, there'll be, no be no more strife. Strife. strife yes raising the likeness, of likeness. Slave, ready to live I'll, I'll be, glad. be glad I'll have a new body praise, praise the Lord I'll have a new life, life. eternal one, a hallelujah morning When the last trump of God shall sound I'll have a new body, praise, praise the Lord I'll have a new, new life, life, eternal praise, All bursting saints are shouting Heavenly beauty all around I'll have a new body, praise, praise the Lord I'll have a new, new life, life. I'll have a new home, glory, glory, with a reading, no Never God stand. stand. There'll be no more sorrow, no, no more pain, pain. There'll, there'll be no more strife. strife. Yes, raising the likeness of this ready to live, I'll, I'll be, be glad. glad. I'll have a new body, praise, praise the Lord, I'll have a new Lord. life each
1: Good morning, good evening, wherever you may be, welcome to the Passion for Christ show. So glad to have you, friend. I'm your host, Bruce Kessler, and I just want to let you know I'm part of the greatest movement ever, a follower of Jesus Christ, because you see, in Him alone I find forgiveness, joy, peace that passes all understanding. My goal here is very simple, that is to encourage you, friend, along the way to help you find your passion in life in Jesus Christ. Upcoming in our study segment, we're going to be talking about God's plan could not be stopped. Amen, folks. But before we get to that study, a few things along the way. And the first is Headline News. Folks, get this. We've been following this for the last few months. All 17 missionaries who were kidnapped in October by Haitian gang members have been released, according to the statement by the missionary organization behind the trip. Amen, folks. Amen. On Thursday, Christian Aid Ministries said the twelve remaining hostages have been freed. The 400 gang kidnapped the missionaries in October the 16th as its group made its way through a CAM-sponsored orphanage. We glorify God for answered prayer, the organization says. Join us in praising God that all 17 of our loved ones are now saved. The statement included the passage in Exodus 15, verse 1 I will sing unto the Lord, for he hath triumphed gloriously. Amen, folks. 16 of the missionaries were U.S. citizens, one was a Canadian citizen. The group included six men, six women, and five children. Although Christian Aid Ministry did not release further details, a source said that the missionaries were dropped off at a police station and they underwent a medical check and appeared to be skinny, but otherwise fine indeed. There you go, folks. Remaining kidnapped missionaries are released by Haitian gang. We glorify God for answered prayer. Amazing folks amazing indeed When well, I get this, you won't believe this either. less than forty-eight hours after the historic tornado or tornadoes ravaged a rural Kentucky community, members of the local Baptist church walked across glass and debris to gather together on Sunday in a tattered sanctuary and find solace amidst a life-changing tragedy. The First Baptist Church in Mayfield suffered major damage to its roof and windows in Friday's deadly tornado, and although the structure still remains standing, at least 74 people were killed in Mayfield and across Kentucky. On Sunday, dozens of church members and residents showed up at the sanctuary, standing throughout the service to sing, pray, and worship. In the middle of the storm, said Wes Fowler, the church's pastor, There's only one place where we can truly find peace and that's when we place our faith and our trust in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Most of the structures in Mayfield are damaged and many have crumbled to the ground, but the gospel of Christ will remain for all eternity. Amen, folks. A member of the first Baptist Mayfield, Barry Fowler, said that he found hope within the debris in the form of a large white cross that was not destroyed. It's amazing to me that in the education building across the street, that cross that we put up in the window is still there. The window is gone, damaged, destroyed. Everything else around that is gone, but that cross still stands. Amen, folks. Cross remains standing at Kentucky Church ravaged by tornado. The gospel will remain for eternity. Mm -mm Mm-mm-mm. What an amazing story that was. When I get this, in a recent interview with the New York Times two-time Academy Award winner actor Denzel Washington addressed his faith in God and warned people not to get swept up in social media and self-obsession. This is a spiritual warfare, he said, so I'm not looking at it from an earthly perspective. If you don't have a spiritual anchor you'll be easily blown by the wind and you'll be led to depression. Fear is contaminated faith, he added. He also addressed the issue of self-centeredness. The enemy is the inner me, he said. The Bible says in the last days, I don't know if it is the last days, it's not my place to know, but it says we'll be lovers of ourselves. The number one photograph today is a selfie. Oh, me at the protest, me with the fire, follow me, listen to me, 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 he said. We're living in a time where people are willing to do anything to get followed. What is the long or short term effect of too much information? It's going fast and it can be manipulated, obviously, in a myriad of ways, and people are led like sheep to the slaughter. And In respect to his view on heaven, he said there are going to be two lines, the long line and the short line, and I'm interested in being in the short line. There you go, folks. There you go. This is spiritual warfare, Denzel Washington warns against self-obsession in these last days amen folks amen and glory hallelujah and that's our headline news for this broad Amen, folks. Amen. And now, this day in church history. At the request of Engeldroth, abbess of Bischalsham, in modern Germany, ninth century monk Eigel wrote a biography of Sturm, his mentor and the founder of the first monastery at Fulda. Sturm had been an associate of the martyred missionary Boniface who had ordered him to seek out a good location for a monastery. For centuries, the life of Sturm was read aloud annually to the community on this day in 779 A.D. And here is the commemoration of his death. But Sturm, who was beloved by all the community and revered by all the people, dutifully fulfilled his ministry, setting himself as an example to the others, for he exhibited in his conduct what he taught by his words. Lowell, however, who was bishop there, grew envious of his good reputation and allowed his jealousy to influence his conduct towards him. Since Sturm preached the word of God everywhere and at all times and was listened to, by all with rapt attention, the bitter enemy of the human race, not enduring so great usefulness to remain among the people, began to sow discord among the brethren and stirred up three false brethren to make false accusations against Sturm in the presence of the King Pippin. And when the man of God presented himself at the court, he patiently bore their untruths and made no attempt to exculpate himself. My witness, said he, is in heaven, and he that vouches for me is on high, and therefore I am not put to confusion. King Pippin ordered the blessed man to be taken away and sent with some of his monks and clerics into exile. Later on, King Pippin reversed that sentence. The news spread at once throughout all the providence that Sturm would shortly return, and wherever the monks and nuns heard of it, they gave thanks to Christ. When the brethren were told of his approach to the monastery, they took up a golden cross and the relics of the saints and went out in procession to meet him at some distance from the abbey. Then they greeted him and those who had accompanied him and brought him to the monastery, rejoicing and singing hymns. And they praised God who had restored to them the abbot they had long desired. So there was great joy on both sides, exiled because of false testimony. On this day, In church history. (smutters) And now we have Name That Bible Character Segment. (smutters) Okay, here is your clue. Here is your clue. Paul looked for letters from me before he went to Damascus to persecute the disciples of the Lord. What am I? Here is your clue one more time. Paul looked for letters from me before he went to Damascus to persecute the disciples of the Lord. What am I? It's a good one folks. We'll reveal the final answer to that tantalizing clue following our study segment. So stay tuned for that exciting reveal and our final segment on Name That Bible Character. all right folks now we have our study segment for this broadcast get your Bibles out get you a cup of coffee or a cold drink or whatever it is that you like and let's open up the Word of God together oh it's so fantastic isn't it to come together to study we're going to begin Revelations chapter 12 In Ephesians 1 verse 3 it says that he chose us and him before the foundations of the world were ever created. God had a plan. But someone behind the scenes, and his name is Satan, wanted to stop this from ever happening. This grand plan, this child that was to be born, this Messiah that would come. In Revelations chapter 12 hints of this bold attack and fury. Starting in verse 1, it says, Now a great sign appeared in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet, and on her head a garland of twelve stars. Then being with child, she cried out, and labor and in pain to give birth. And another sign appeared in heaven, behold, a great fiery red dragon, having seven heads and ten horns and seven diadems on his head. His tail drew a third of the stars of heaven and threw them to the earth. And the dragon stood before the woman who was ready to give birth to devour her child as soon as it was born. She bore a male child who was to rule all nations with a rod of iron. And her child was caught up to God and his throne. And the woman fled into the wilderness where she has a place prepared by God. that They should feed her there. One thousand two hundred and sixty days, what is this cryptic language is all about? Well, friend, it's all about the coming Messiah, the child who is to be born. Satan has always been ready to pounce. Satan has always been ready to foil the plans of God, and yet. As history teaches us, this could not happen. And I like to share with you a story in the Old Testament that is an example of this. And it's a story about a woman named Athaliah. And you may be wondering well, who in the world is Athaliah. Well, her name means afflicted by God, and she was the queen of Judah. Uh, from about 841 to 835 B.C., and she was the only female monarch to sit on David's throne in biblical history. She was the daughter of King Ahab and Queen Jezebel of Israel, and she married Jehoram, the eldest son of Judah's King Jehoshaphat. Now, her time as queen was just mired in centuries of Evil monarchs who reigned over Judah and Israel. She was an avid Baal zealot, and she rivaled the wickedness of other kings who came before and after her. Her story is found in Second Kings chapter eleven as well as in Second Chronicles twenty two and twenty three, but we want to concentrate on Second Kings chapter eleven. She had a husband. His name was Jehoram. And he was the king of Judah until his death in 84, 841 B.C. Unlike his father, Jehoram was a terrible, wicked king. Athaliah's son, Ahaziah, at the age of 22, ascended the throne and proved to be just as evil and sorry of a human being as his father was. And not only that, but she influenced and also counseled her son in his devilish, evil schemes and in Baal worship. Isaiah served as king of Judah for less than one year uh, before he was assassinated along with Israel's ailing king, Joram. And their assassin, of course, was Jehu. And the prophet Elisha had anointed Jehu as the new king of Israel, and commissioned him as an instrument of the Lord to carry out God's judgment on King Ahab and his entire idolatrous family, as found in 1 Kings 19.1-17. Jehu's mission of ending Ahab's dynasty, including putting Jezebel and all her sons to death, but Ahaziah happened to be visiting Joram when Jehu arrived to assassinate Joram, and so he was killed as well. You remember that was Athaliah's son. So we'll start reading in second Kings chapter eleven starting in verse one. Second Kings chapter eleven starting in verse one when athaliah the mother of ahaziah saw that her son was dead she arose and destroyed listen folks she arose and destroyed all the royal heirs but jehoshabah the daughter of king joram city of sister of ahaziah took joash the son of ahaziah and stole him away from among the king's sons who were being murdered. And they hid him and his nurse in the bedroom from Athaliah, so that he was not killed. So he was hidden with her in the house of the Lord for six years, while Athaliah reigned over the land. So this evil, wicked woman... Athaliah received word that her son was dead and she seized that opportunity, friend, to usurp the throne by murdering Ahaziah's sons, her own grandsons, thus attempting to eradicate the entire royal family so she could take the throne herself. But unbeknownst to her, a single grandchild escaped the massacre. Jehoshaba, the baby's aunt and the wife of the high priest Jehoiada took the infant Joash and hid him and his nurse in a bedroom. And that's where they were until six years later when he was made king. So here was an attempt by this evil woman, Athaliah, to murder and affect, and I think this was caused by the evilness of Satan to thwart God's plans to bring the Messiah into the world. Now why do I say that? Because if she could have succeeded in eradicating the entire royal family, she would have affected the divinic Timeline because if Joash would not have been born, then Hezekiah would not have been born, and Hezekiah, of course, was part of the genealogy of Christ that we find in Matthew. Isn't it wonderful how the Bible works to show us these things to show what could have God stopped this from occurring? so that everything could have its desired attendant effect. Athaliah's determination to exterminate the Davidic line is similar to what we find in Matthew chapter 2. Turn with me there, friend. In Matthew chapter 2. In Matthew chapter 2, You remember there that Herod attempted to wipe out the Messiah by massacring the infants. In verse 16 of Matthew chapter 2, it says, And Herod, when he saw that he was deceived by the wise men, was exceedingly angry and sent forth and put to death all the male children who were in Bethlehem and all its districts from two years old to under, according to the time which he had determined from the wise men. Then was fulfilled what was spoken by Jeremiah the prophet, saying, A voice was heard in Ramah, Lamentation weeping in great mourning, Rachel weeping for her children, refusing to be comforted because they are no more. Behind all this, of course, is Satan, who pursues the woman, as we read, who was about to give birth in Revelation chapter 12. Attempting to destroy the Christ. Attempting to foil God's plans. But God's will, God's visions, God's purpose, as we find in Matthew 1, verse 23. So, in verse 22 and 23. So all this was done that it might be fulfilled of which was spoken by the prophet, by the Lord, through the prophet, saying, Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, And they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. Satan's plans, Satan's violent attempt, even in the Old Testament, to stop this from occurring could not stop God's will from happening, friend. And we are so blessed. We should be filled with praise and adoration. Of God's will, God's vision, God's purpose, God's prophecy, God's plans. Could not be stopped from bringing Christ into this world. And therefore becoming the Messiah, the Christ, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. The high potentate. Our Salvation, our Redeemer, our hope. What wonderful, fantastic news on every level that God defeated Satan's schemes and violent attempts to stop Christ from coming into this world and dying on the cross. And that's our study, friend, for this broadcast. And now, folks, we have the conclusion to Name That Bible Character. Here was your clue, friend. Here was your clue. Paul looked for letters from me before he went to Damascus to persecute the disciples of the Lord. What am I? Well, it was the high priest. Acts 9 verse 1 and 2. And Saul, yet breathing out threatenings and slaughter against the disciples of the Lord, went unto the high priest, and desired of him letters to Damascus, to the synagogues, that if he found any of this way, whether they were men or women, he might bring them bound into Jerusalem. Paul looked for letters from me before he went to Damascus to persecute The disciples of the Lord. What am I? The high priest. Folks. And name that. Bible. Character. Well folks you too can become a follower of Jesus Christ. If you give your life, if you give your heart, if you submit in baptism, you'll be totally forgiven. You'll receive a blessing that passes all understanding, a peace that passes all understanding. My goal here was very simple. That was to encourage you, friend, along the way, To help you find your passion and life in Jesus Christ. Visit our website, normanchurch.com, normanchurch.com. Well, friend, I just want to tell you what a privilege and an honor it's been for me to have you walking along my side during this show. May God bless you. no
0: Jews, no kingdom to rule, no crown of majesty, no throne and no robe, no silver King of kings left heaven to become a lowly man. He left all heaven's glory to fulfill his father's plan. He still came just for me. He still came. Guarding every cause From the manger to the cross He still came just for me He still came No family, no friends To help at the end No out, no substitute Much pain and much hope. Yet the hope of what He offered so outweighed what must be done, He chose to be my victor and assure my pardon won. He still came just for me, He still came. Regarding every cost from the major to the cross, he still came just for me. He still came, he still came just for me. He still came.